So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have Jeff and Renee Bunk in the house. We're live in Orlando. I guess we're not technically live. We're recording this, but we're in Orlando, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here, for being you and being on the podcast. Welcome to Orlando. Yes. it's to our town. It is great. (laughs) We were actually literally just talking off camera that like, the Orlando Magic never closed down, so you've been going to NBA. I'm a huge Laker fan, mm-hmm. and I've I've just been watching the bubble, and it just continued. So, talk. Okay, first of all, you go first, Jeff. Okay. I, I'm I am a I'm a, you know I was raised by a very really good mom who would say ladies first, <laughs> but we're gonna go to 21 years, then seven years, and then we're gonna get this whole thing wrapped up. So, Jeff, tell them who you are. Why'd you get into real estate? What does the team look like today? What do you do? And then I'm going to go to your wife. Absolutely. My name is Jeffrey Funk. Um, here in Orlando, I've been licensed now since ni- 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, kind of a backup plan. Yeah. Got really full time into the business in 2007 after running a property management company doing short term vacation rentals in the Orlando area. Um, Renee said, You're not doing that anymore. I said, Okay, we'll do real estate. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, right. Um, we launched a website in 2007, realtyinorlando.com, that yeah. um, we really focused on hyper-local content on there. So Realtyinorlando.com, that feels like a long URL. How did it work out? It's worked out great. Still going. It's still going. Yeah. It is still going. We had, um, we, we get about a thousand people a day on the site, unique visitors a day. So it, it, it works out well for okay, us. Okay, so for everybody listening right now, that's a big number. We're gonna get into all the we're gonna get all the crazy details first. Mm-hmm. So so when did your wife join? Why did your wife join? And then I'm gonna have Renee and then I'm just gonna keep bouncing back and forth through the two of you. So <laughs> so Jeff, what was the original inspiration? Hey honey, I need help or what were you thinking? It was hey, I need help. Uh, really had such an influx and the models changed so much right. over the years. Back then, you know, if people weren't calling, we I just didn't have time. Right. And we didn't know about the team model from where we were and everything. Sure. So I started going to Renee saying, you, you need to get into this real estate thing. And she said no. And I, yeah. But it wasn't even <laughs> you, that you, she You've been the stuff. spouse of it. You're like, no, thanks. Heck no. Yeah. She's Heck like, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I, I kept on saying, well, you, you can do different things. You can do social media. You can do this. Right. And right. it's one of the beauties of our business is that you can do so many different things. Yes. Here. Yes. And then um, I guess you got into the database one day and she had her customer service and saw that. So, so Renee, backstory because you know you guys are on Inman. Like, like peop, anybody that's that's watching the real estate industry, if they're paying attention, they're going to see you guys, right? They're going to see you on an Inman platform. They're going to see you with me. They're going to like you got Clubhouse for days, right? Yeah. But what's your backstory? What did you do before real estate, and then why did you finally say yes? My backstory is customer service oriented. So I've worked for the uh, Walt Disney World Company. I worked for Disney Cruise Line. And then I even had some time as a flight attendant. So the bulk of my time was coming from that customer service orientation. Yes. And for a few years, Jeff would say, come and work with me. Come and work with me. And I would say, heck no. Yeah. Yeah. And 
to this day, he has a couple I told you so's, and yeah. he gets this one because it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. I sat down at our computer in the kitchen one day and finally listened and said, I'll take a look at the database. Yeah. Looked at the database and I said, oh my gosh, he's onto something huge and he mm -hmm. needs help. Yeah. And therein lies. I yeah. stepped right in and haven't looked back since, and it's the best decision I've ever made. 2014, 2015? Yeah, well, I've been licensed seven years. So yeah. I worked with him for a couple years unlicensed, okay. Uh, okay. just from a supportive role, before yeah. I finally said, yeah, I'm jumping in with both feet. Got it, yeah. got it. And now, how have the roles evolved over the last seven years? Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, we um, well, it was two of us for a long time, and then uh, we decided I did mostly, mostly sales. Mm -hmm. She did a lot of the customer service stuff behind the social media. Mm -hmm. And at one point we decided we needed to grow a team yeah. and start needing to, we didn't even really know a team then. We were still, we need just an agent to help yeah, us. Yeah, she needs support. Yeah. We have more leads than we have time, Yeah, right? The classic, yeah. you know, every, everybody wants that problem. I got more qualified yeah. buyers and sellers than I have time. What do I do? Mm -hmm. But if we think about traps to avoid, by the right. way, we want to avoid right. traps. Yep. We made the mistake that I hear a lot of agents make, mm -hmm. and that is going for the agent before yeah. a support role like a transaction coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we made that mistake. Right. Do it all over again? Absolutely not. One of the first people you want to go to is your transaction coordinator to right. help lift up some of that. Right. So yeah. I would even argue today, just kind of talking out loud, that it's it's get your operations right, yeah. and that that's everything from what software you're going to use. Is yeah. it going to be is it going to be everything on a Google Doc or is it going to be like I don't care, but like have your process, yeah. transaction process, marketing process, then add salespeople. 100%. Thoughts? I agree with you 100% and we did it all wrong. <laughs> oh, well, I, I Another honest conversation <laughs> yeah. on Tom Ferry's podcast. Well, we did yes. it all wrong. Yes. In the industry, though, mm -hmm. the inclination is that you would go right to, well, I have incoming business. Bring in more Let's money. Let's find the sales yeah. associates yeah. to help service that business. And the temptation is there. Every mistake that could have been made in the transition, well, I shouldn't say every, but most of the mistakes in the transition from he and I to a team yeah. made it. Right. But there is a lesson to learn in that, which that's yes. a gift. Yes. So I'm great. I'm grateful now that we made those mm. mistakes. We can Always help others forward. try to avoid it. Right. Right. <laughs> Listen, people, this is all said from love, but you know, but there is an argument. Um, one of my mentors, guy, Mike Vance, so speaking of like, so he launched Orlando. He was, he, he was the project manager of the geodesic okay. dome. He was the first Disney, uh, Dean of the Disney university. And I was blessed to knew him my entire life, but worked for him the last like four years before he started to pass. Yeah. And, and he would always say, you simply can't learn from experiences you're not having. Right. And there is just something to Greg Schwartz saying last week, I've got all these scars, right? Or yeah. it was, I think it was actually the Jeff Bezos quote about all these scars you see, this is experience. Yeah. This is all these lessons I've learned. So so let's, let's go down that more. What are the other mistakes you guys have made? And I want to hear it from a husband and wife standpoint, because yeah. you were the face, and I get the sense that Renee is now the face. Absolutely. And, and how does that feel for a man's ego? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm talk to me. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, baby, I don't care. Keep selling houses. It's all good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I will sit here behind the computer and uh, generate the leads. Let's go. Uh, I'm, I'm Renee's husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's that's I get. Listen, I get it. But that's that's a beautiful dynamic because one of the mistakes, not a mistake, one of the challenges that I've seen is when you got two alpha dogs yeah. and they're a husband and wife, or they're they're just two alpha dog partners. They don't figure out roles and responsibilities, so they eat each other up instead of supporting one another. Absolutely. So how did you guys figure that out? What were the mistakes along the way? We've worked together the better part of 20 years of being together. So we've been together 20 years. We've worked together about 18 and a half. Yeah. I wish I could give you some magic answer of how it yeah. works. It yeah. works for us. If I look at the whole time that we've had together, I would say that we both know our lanes. Yeah. We That's stay in one. our lanes. Mm -hmm. Uh, our coach Emily, by the way, she's yeah. helping us Shout further out. articulate <laughs> yes. our lanes. What that Thank lane actually coach. is. Yes. <laughs> But we also support each other and it's a yin and a yang yeah. where I know where he has strengths and mm -hmm. I want to go all in on yep. his strengths and he supports me and mine and then know where to pick up when a weakness steps in. Yeah. But also we tell each other the truth. That's okay. First, I don't want to sugarcoat it from yeah. I want the truth because I'm going to learn from that. And he's yeah. probably one of the few people that will give me the truth. Uh -huh. And it's, it's uh -huh. not always that easy because you're living together you're thank you morning noon night thank you and you have to separate business and personal sometimes so so before we go deeper in that give people context how many transactions did you do last year during covid and what will you do this year so people get the scope of like yeah. this isn't just you know a beautiful couple that have figured some of this stuff out but you you have a sizable business so give us context there real fast so when when we quote our business i quote the team that we operate yes. for yes. of which we're rainmakers for yes. in 2020 we did 115 transactions we mm -hmm. came in at 55 million uh, nice. This year, we're on track for. We're on track for about probably 140 and hitting around a little higher than that, 60. And but it's at the same time rearranging things and me yeah. coming more out of sales and yes. bringing that into. So it, it, it's a it's a shift this year yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, so we're still growing. I, I well, and I also like to, I like to tell it like it is and say that when some agents are so focused on year over year over year and mm -hmm. it must triple double mm -hmm. i think that's amazing and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah the reality is is that what got us here is not going to get us there and Bingo. we are in a total shift underneath yes. the hood yeah really analyzing because of 2020 we identified some key parts of our business that we needed to put more attention on yeah like our website, yeah. we grew our website more. And also knowing that we're gifted now to be able to cascade more out to our agents and we're stepping out of business. Yeah, yeah. We're stepping out of business. It's an, so there could be like a brand new agent listening to this right now who's like stepping out of bit. Like, what is that even like? Can you do that? And, you know, we, we see it because we run in these interesting groups of, last night at dinner like yeah. I, I was selling real estate for a year and then i was like nope my expertise is helping my sales team yeah. not an owner of a company just running a team big shout out to tom and killing it now yeah. go back to you said something earlier you said okay this is another year where we're getting under the hood and yeah. you you mentioned your site what give us the three four five sort of big rocks that have your concentration what you're thinking about how do we make it better like talk give me the list Site's one. What so else? the site is one that we increased the site by about 330 communities, but mm -hmm. we are now doubling back to interject a video into yeah. each of that hyper local content, right? Because the written word's amazing. It served us well for mm -hmm. over 15 years, but we're going back and doubling down on video. Absolutely. What do you have up your sleeve? We're growing agent <laughs> count on, on the team. 
We um, how know, many how many agents now, Jeff? So we have contacts. Right now, we have ten agents. Okay. So at ten, and if you're out of production and you're out of production and you're going to do 140 transactions, yeah. like that's that's decent per person productivity mm-hmm. for anywhere in the country. So where do you want to go to? What's the what's the sort of magic number? Do you think for the well, next level? Well, I think we we always thought it was five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five no, more? It's no, always five we, more? We thought it was originally yeah. five. Okay, just you know, five salespeople. But we're, we, we, need, we need to double yeah. the, the agent yeah. count over about this year. Now, I would say that like sales teams, especially at this level, it's a math equation, right? Yeah. People aren't math. Clients are not math. Leads are not math. But business is math, mm-hmm. right? Like sure. if I'm going to close, I'm just making this up. Three out of 100 transactions and then nurture 97 until they percolate back up. And I'm generating 5,000 leads in a month. It's a math equation. I need enough people to take care of those individuals to find the three. So is that the process to go from 10 to 20? What do you guys think? Yeah, well, we we try and keep the agent's database capped at a certain number. Right now we have it capped at 150, which we still think is probably a high number, but- Unpack that. What do you you mean? They only have, they're allowed to have 150 friends or 150 leads that you guys would give them? 150 leads that we give them there. SPOI can be as vast as they want. Yes. Yes. We we want them to bring that portion of the business. But the the raw customer inquiries that come in, and mm-hmm. not raw because we do a first scrub on them to yep. make sure that there's a live person there. We want that at about 150. Now, Orlando historically has been a little longer sure. in the sales process just because we deal so much transient. Re- yeah, resort yeah. style. So Resort and transient and yeah, mm-hmm. yes, all the yeah, above. So we're about 220 days from mm-hmm. time somebody signs mm-hmm. up on the website till the time they close on average. Yep. So we want to give that time for nurturing on there. Right. But we figure out of every 150, they should always have probably about 15 people. The 10% of those people should be buying. Yes. And then they can, as they weed through those, they can give back. They can go back into what we have, a pond mm-hmm. for warm leads. Yep. They can always go fishing in the pond, looking for leads and do prospecting through yep. there. So they can keep on replenishing all the time. So we're going to come back to recruiting and onboarding and going from 10 to 20. But before I do, when, when people hear leads, like they immediately go through, you know, that could be six, eight, 10 things. So, so tell me the primary ways you're generating clients and prospects now. And then I want to come back to you because you crossed over. Did you see me cringe how much I don't like that word? Uh, Yes, but I love it. And I want to go deep into the cringeworthy stuff because that's where you're going to win. Everybody listening. So we're going to come back that don't think I'm not leaving you hanging. I'm not leaving you hanging. So, so, so Jeff, where do the leads come from? Uh, website and referrals. Okay. But how do you get the web traffic? The web traffic is organic SEO for the majority. Majority. Okay. You're getting a thousand uniques a day with SEO organic. That's Mm going to make a lot of people go, Whoa. Yeah. Cause that's a big number. Yeah. Right. That's a big number. A lot of work. No Facebook ads. No Instagram we're, we're, ads. There's no some, there's Google ads. There, there is some it's, little. It's probably less than five percent if we look at 2020. Okay. But the, so when we look at, you talk about putting a moat around the business. Yes. Right. Yes. Listen to Tom. He talks about that moat. Future-proof your business. Yeah. One of the best things an agent can do mm-hmm. is to go super micro. Mm-hmm. And I think we've shared with you previously yep. that we've gone pretty micro in our business with right. the hyper-local content. Yes. Even we yep. need to go more micro. Yes. That will serve you year after year yes. after year. So yeah. 
that's where you're getting that thousand yeah. unique okay. visitors a day. How big is your email database? Uh, we're about to cross over 30,000. That's bonkers. Like think, uh, think about that. And how many people we talk to now, like 30, 40, yeah. 80, a hundred, and then some 1500, they're like, I'm a loser. I'm like, no, you have 1500 people right. you can nurture with. You can create more no like trust with, like it doesn't matter the size. It's what you do with it. Yeah. Right. So we're going to unpack that one in a minute, but I want to go back to the site video, hyper local <laughs> content. So Renee Funk in the house, tell us, tell all. What are you hallucinating you're going to do? What are you actually going to do? What are you committing to right here on the Tom Ferry Podcast? What we know we're going to do. There we go. Number one is you've issued a little challenge as yes. of recently. Yes. Video testimonials. Yes. Just keep an eye on it. We'll be continuing that. Explain what that means so yep. people have context. And this is a, you didn't see the forest through the trees, Renee. That's the moment I had yeah. when, when you issued out a challenge saying, yep. Go to your previous customers, go to your database, yep. the people who know, like, and trust you yep. and say, I'd like you to bring, send me a video testimonial. Yes. So pull your phone out, just like you're asking the contact to do and yep. say, hey, Bob and Sue, I recently represented you in the listing of your Windermere area home. Mm -hmm. Would be very grateful for you to shoot a minute or two sharing some feedback and the solution that we brought to your family yeah. when you moved from the Pacific Northwest to Windermere, Florida. Yeah. Send those videos out. They're coming back. And it was a limiting mindset belief that they wouldn't send them. And Why? the buyers and sellers and yeah. previous customers. And by the way, yeah. even asking those who we've had phenomenal days of showings, right. have my team members going out. Did you have a great day of showings? Mm -hmm. Ask yes. how today was. Yes. All of it. Cat captured on video. Captured on video. So so if you haven't, well, no one else has heard this because this was a very private team plus, you know, <laughs> Facebook conversation. I'm like sitting in my like out of the gym. All right, people, listen to me. So here's the challenge. I said the next evolution of your marketing is you don't sell anymore. Sit on that one for a second. The next evolution of your marketing is you don't sell anymore and you actually let your customers do the selling for you. And now I understand this, you guys understand it, but it's, we, we go through this, these layers, right? Like in the early days of launching your website, first it's this, then it's that, then it's this. Well, it was, I'm old school. It was letters on a piece of paper on yeah. somebody's letterhead telling someone else how great of a service I did. Yeah. Then it was, we finally got online. Then it was Zillow and then it became Zillow Yelp and now it's Google. And I'm like the biggest fan of your Google My Business pages. You know, now the next evolution is video, by category, by product type, yeah. hyper-local content from your customers on your website, on your Google My Business page, and listen to me, people, if you're listening or watching, however you're consuming this, and all of that can be used in your marketing. So tell, yes. back up and tell them what you did, though, because this is like, we just talked about this last night. We did talk about it. Uh, when you issued the challenge, I decided in that moment to not get ready to get ready. Yeah. Don't get ready to get ready. Just mm -hmm. get into action mode. So I wasn't ready. I turned my phone on and yeah. just started sending out about a 90 second video to each of the contacts, mm -hmm. like my top 10 top advocates. Right, right. Oh, and actually it was 12. Give us the, <laughs> give us the, like, give us the, like, give us, because people always want to know, like, what did she what say? What do I say? Because they're yeah. looking for like this, this magical thing that sure. you said that got, you know, 80% of the people to send you a video. I said, hi, Bob and Sue, it's Renee. Yeah. yeah. Haven't chatted in a minute. 
I have an ask. Yeah. I wanted to put it right on the table. I have an ask from you. Would you please send over a video and share the following? Hi, this is Bob and Sue. I worked with Jeff and Renee Funk when we purchased our Windermere area home. And then a sentence or two that shares your feedback on the experience and the solution that we solved in your move to the Windermere area. Yes, yes. Simple as that. You sent out 12. How many people have responded? Well, actually, and I'm wrong. I sent 14 and I received 12 back within a matter of about an hour and a half to two hours. And okay, let's look. So let's all be honest. Like, (laughs) think about it like um, my son comes comes home the other night and says, Dad, I'm in love. I was like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) right? But he didn't follow up on that lead for four days. And he said, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, we made a great connection. I'm, I'm afraid. It's the same thing. Like you send these videos out. Did you have any moments in your head as you were sending the video? Like no one's going to respond. No one's going to send me a video. This is going to be horrible. People are going to think a hundred percent. Yes. That's why I was referencing limiting mindset yes. belief, which yeah. all of us have at one time or another. And when I look back at it, the customers I reached out to mm-hmm. were probably the customers I would have expected least to really? respond. Interesting. I had excuses yeah. in my head why they wouldn't. Why? What were the excuses? They're too busy. They're too. They big wouldn't time. be on. They wouldn't be on a camera. This, yeah. I love video. Yeah, I know. I do not it. have yep. a challenge turning the camera on yeah. because this is me and this is yeah. who I am. Yeah. But in my mind, I thought every single one of them would say, "I can't turn the video on." Right. But in the video, I was very specific to say, "Just use your cell phone." Yeah. Right. Just hey, see how I'm doing this right now? Yeah. Do exactly this. Yes. <laughs> right? yes. And they're like, "Oh, okay." But they did. <laughs> Give us an example of one of the videos. What did they say? How did it make you feel? Um, I, well, I, I cried with one of them, right. uh, very dear friends of ours who recently moved, oh, see, it's going to happen now. Uh, yeah. they recently moved out of the Orlando area due to some health challenges. And they both within a matter of a few minutes sat on the couch and they had a printed map, by the way, I was so impressed that they actually had a map Yeah. and they were the first to respond. And within about 15 minutes, they held up a map and said, this is where our heart was, and this is what we did while we were in Orlando, and we had a vacation home here. They responded immediately. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it, it gets right. to your heart. And then we had another customer who brought their kiddos yeah. and sat by the pool yes. in the backyard yes. during sunset right, and shared with us why they love their new home and the sunsets they get to enjoy every single day Yeah, because of Jeff and Renee Funk. Right. And right. I'm, I'm at a basketball <laughs> game, and she's texting me like, Holy cow, you got it. I can't wait Watch to tell you video. what I'm doing. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what I want everybody like listening or watching is sometimes it's the simplest thing. Yeah. When you when you actually say like who's the most you you guys met my buddy Ken, right? Yeah. So Ken has done thirty one infomercials a year since like nineteen eighty nine and his first one was hooked on phonics, one eight hundred ABCDFG. They didn't talk about the product. He just had a bunch of kids get up and say I was really uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do and I knew I was falling behind and I was embarrassed and I just thought like, oh, I don't even want to go to school. And then my parents got me this product and all of a sudden, oh, and like you're, I'm watching an infomercial and it's my friend and I know I'm watching it and it's, I know what's going to sell me, but I get hooked by the stories. So stories is where it's at. And this is really, so you said hyper local content. Is it the same? The stories and this? 
Go deeper. Well, the, the stories are about the relationship. The hyperlocal content can include relationships yeah. within. Yes. But hyperlocal content isn't always directly correlated to a story. Okay. So so what's the hyperlocal content play? You said you added 330 sure. new communities, and some people are like, what does that even mean? For the website. Yeah. yeah. We, we have in Break Orlando, we have cities, and you have subdivisions, and yep. some of them might be like gated communities and things. We had broken down a lot of cities already, but we just decided to really blow it out and just keep on going with it. Yes, and but what does that mean, Jeff? So if I'm on your website, like what am I gonna see that's different from Zillow, Redfin, Realtor, someone else's site when you say you got breaking down these communities? We're going to have uh, descriptions on each communities on there. It's gonna tell you uh, probably a paragraph or two specifically on that community yep. that we've researched. It's going to tell you how many homes are in that community. Mm -hmm. It's going to show you all the current listings in there. It's also going to give the user a uh, opportunity to do, to see all the sold homes in that community. Okay. So it just, it really breaks it down. We look at everything saying when, when a user starts their their real estate search, they're probably looking at one of the big three. It's right. probably already right. on their phone right. there. Right. Uh, but when they really start to dive deep, they're yeah. going to go into maybe six or eight local sites. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to capture them. When they mm -hmm. start really looking and trying to get the nitty gritty, and we call it, you know, we call it how long do they stay on our site? Is it sticky? Right, you know, right. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. How do you, um, how do you measure, like back up, back on this individual community. First, how do you keep the content fresh? How do you keep it like ready and ripe for Google? Cause things are changing. So is that just an MLS feed on listings and sales? Yeah. So okay. it'll be an IDX feed on okay. there. Um, so that, that keeps that fresh. We, everybody asks us a lot about SEO and what to right. do on Talk it. To and us. ultimately I think the best practice is right for the consumer. Yeah. Google really, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to figure out your tricks over the years. And right. we have content from 2007 yeah. that is still relevant. It's, yes. we, we don't want to touch it because it still ranks like, right. you know, right. top two. Yeah. You know, so why, why are you going to touch something there? But if you write the content for the customers, it's evergreen. Yeah. And that will stick there. I would agree with that. That I hear that a lot with SEO. People are trying to figure out the structure of Yeah key phrases and all of these different words we're going to pack into the content. Yeah. Write it as if it's something that someone will find a value on. What do you want to share about the story yeah, right. of being in that community? Right. But I would say the biggest differentiator about the data that we have on the site is it's not something the portals have. Yeah. What is it? It is more hyper-local. It is more the, the yep. nitty-gritty of the number of homes, the mm -hmm. data on the yep. HOAs, the schools, all of yeah. the things that, um, that's another thing that we haven't chatted about, is our website has accurate school data, actually, that's geotagged based on each of the home location, Beautiful. rather than data that is provided by a human, mm -hmm. i.e. listing agent. Yeah. So we're getting into that information that can't be found on a portal. So our goal, even though we know the mm -hmm. consumers on the portal, is to get them off the portal and keep them in our world. 
I'm going to throw an idea at you. No one else listen. Just turn this podcast off for a second. No one else listen. Uh, I'm an advisor for a company called Go Milli, right? So it's military moves. There's a million of them every year. Last year was obviously not that case, but it was. Mm-hmm. It's and it's a horrible experience. If you've ever had any anybody that's ever worked with like they just you get your PCS orders yeah. and you go home and you go, honey, I'm going to Afghanistan or we're going to Virginia or we're going to Japan and pack it up. Let's go. Yeah. Like and it's a horrible experience. So these guys say we they're all they're all West Point grads. They're like we PCS like once twelve times, once eleven times in a twenty year career. That's how many times they picked up their lives and wives and kids and families and everybody moved. And they said we want to solve that problem. They came up with a concept where we said there's 150 military bases in the U.S. Right, 15 that are the big ones, and then they they get smaller and smaller and smaller as you progress. And what we did is we found men and women, the spouses usually yeah. the spouses, men and women who became are ghostwriters in town mm. and they wrote about the bases. Right. They wrote about the communities. They wrote about the schools. They wrote about everything. And that site just blew right. up. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Like people in the community writing for you, not even as ghostwriters, writing for you guys. We Well, we have five writers. Ah. <laughs> See? See? Just when I thought I had an idea for him. Uh, oh, no. All uh, local. All local. <laughs> right, right living and experiencing all the things that's relevant. And when we say community, Mm -hmm. and it's probably good for context Mm -hmm. to say what we mean by community in Orlando, Mm -hmm. it's very subdivision based. Yeah, subdivision. Yeah, so it's drilling down to the subdivision. Right, right. yeah, so we have writers on staff. Now, that didn't start back in the day. So yeah. when you talk about scale, because yeah. I don't want those watching, you don't need a writer, no. right? Like, in the beginning, it was Jeff. And then and it I'm was, not a writer. Right. Yeah. And then it was the two of us. Yeah. And oh, by the way, who back in the day took the photos? Right, we hello. Did. Standing yeah. outside yes. in the heat, right? Gritty. And then as you develop and grow, right. then you need five writers and you need photographers going out to capture the content for you for scale. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I think the interesting thing too is things have gotten so much easier. I mean, when we were yes. developing a website, we were yes. doing it in Dreamweaver and now you uh, got WordPress and yeah. you got... Yeah. You know, everything all, Everything plug and play, no problem. Absolutely. And yes. So it's, it, there's, it's the barrier to entry is so much easier yeah. than it was back then. And even giving, you know, we talk about agents and giving content to when we talk about video, we'll do a lot of video that'll be evergreen for Mm -hmm. the customer Mm -hmm. that we can send them. If we have somebody looking at, you know, maybe a winter garden in the winter garden area, maybe it's a video of downtown winter garden. And it's Mm -hmm. just a quick video about downtown winter garden. How many times can you send that out to different people, different customers? And again, it's evergreen unless the community is like suddenly, you know, changing because it's an older Mm -hmm. community and it's aging up or getting younger, whatever it is. So, so back on video, the video side of this, Renee. So what are we going to expect to see in the next year? I go to your site. What am I going to see differently than what I see today? Each of our communities will have supporting video embed into Mm -hmm. that community page. Yes. So supporting video will be a combination of re re sharing the information that we have in the written form but also providing a video depiction of that particular community yeah and we'll have agents being involved so that it's not just he and i we want our agents who are also out you know in the field sharing their awesomeness and what it means to be there and our video testimonials yes (laughs) yes and and a lot of it will be in 360. explain 360 video Mm -hmm where you take a video and it's a uh, dual 
fisheye yeah. camera yep. and yeah. it will you can move around the video and right so you could be describing something and you could be over here but they could be looking over there yeah and seeing what you're describing so it's a much more immersive experience for, for sure it's just like a you know it's like the best tour. yeah virtual yeah. tours etc um so back on so we're, i'm going to close the loop on the on the video testimonials so what is your hallucination? Kind of knowing what you have a hypothesis as to why you're doing this. It wasn't just because I put a challenge out, though I know you guys are like crazy competitive. Uh, and you're not the only ones, by the way. There's a lot of people committed to this challenge. Um, what's your hypothesis? Why are you doing it? Because we know in our career, when you put forth any type of content that's relevant to mm -hmm. your brand yep. or to the hyper-local community, yep. That content is the foundation you stand on year after year after year. And when we look at the video testimonials and the way we can segment them, mm -hmm. Orlando, obviously, we have a lot of second home right. purchases. We're a yes. second home market. We will be dividing it up into niches, mm -hmm. regions, second home, primary residence, short-term rental communities. And it's going to stay with us forever. It cascades out, not just right. for us, but for our agents. Yes. Yes. So again, I think you guys heard it there. It's it's the more narrow you can go, whether it's waterfront, yeah. oceanfront, lakefront, hey, this near this school, homes near this school, right? Mm -hmm. Bing bing like the more local you can go and the more context specific, yeah. right? Because the person that's searching today isn't going like four bedroom house in Huntington Beach. No, they're going super long super, form. I'm yeah. looking for all these things in this community. What do you got? Your site shows up, you are the authority. You put it on video, we all see the same stats. 81% of consumers now are watching videos right. to make their decision. People don't read anymore. Right. And I'm like, I'm a writer. And I love it. And I love writing, but people don't read anymore. Well, the other benefit to that is that when you do start that relationship based on a long form search, yes. they're deeper in the funnel. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's the same thing we say. We may not be interested in ranking for Orlando real estate. Mm -hmm that doesn't really do us any good. Yeah, yeah. We're looking to get into the local areas and even down to the subdivision names. Yes, exactly. Which I is want not on the in. portals. Exactly. <laughs> it, key distinction there, guys. Okay, so let's go back, Jeff, to uh, going from 10 to 20 salespeople. Help, help me understand, do you have to add, do you, are you adding a recruiter? Is it all on you? Are you gonna do it all at once? Is it gonna scale it over time? Do you have onboarding? How do you train them? What's the success like? What are the mistakes to avoid? Well, we brought Talk you to in us. to train them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Well, I gotta get to work here, people, so here we go. <laughs> um, well, we want we want to bring it in over time. We don't want to just yeah. bring ten in because culture is really important yes. to our team. And yep. you you want to make sure as you're bringing agents in that the culture stays. Yes. So that 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 was last year. We actually rearranged the team a little bit, and mm -hmm. we went after culture yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't have somebody showing up people on the team realize it of course yeah. so that that's the most important thing throughout yeah. this is keeping the culture mm -hmm. on there so um, how do you maintain culture when you're adding 10 10 new faces hiring slow yeah hiring slow but if we go back to where we were talking mm -hmm. about scaling in the yeah. wrong direction and we look at the early part of our mm -hmm. team growth mm -hmm. uh, we are focused on recruiting right now but our first next hire is going to be in marketing because yeah. we want to go yeah. more into support yeah to have the support in yep. place yep and then 
go into the recruiting from the agent count. Now, for those out there that are rock stars, of course, we're still having the conversations from yes. a recruiting standpoint, but yes. our focus right now is to make sure we have the marketing support and to make sure we have some additional support point people in place so that we are overflowing yeah. And everybody understands that they have everything they need from a team member perspective. Agents are going through a lot. Yeah. Agents have a tough job. Yes. And agents need to be supportive. So that's our number one focus. That is, we could just look at, that's, that's a cell phone mic drop. <laughs> most, and I'm not going to say most, too often I run into team leaders. In, in 2015, right, I came out and said, the next evolution is it's all teams. We have been helping teams since 1993. Yeah. So it's not, a, it's not a new thing for people to get an assistant and have buyer's agents and processes, but it, you saw that sort of evolution coming out of the seven, eight, nine, ten, where some of those teams became REO teams yeah. and then they just vanished and then all these new super groups started showing up. Getting people to understand, when you're a leader, it's, it's either hero and the minions right? Or it is the hero serving the heroes. Right. And that distinction, I'm going to say to you again, it's the hero and the minions. And there's nothing wrong if you want to just surround yourself with a bunch of people that just serve your brilliance or insanity. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of hard to scale yeah. and you'll never sell that business versus what you guys are saying is our job is to help them get what they want. Like that, that's leadership. Help, remove your you know, stressors, remove the resistance, help you get what you want. Where did that come from? Is that corporate America stuff? Is that uh, battle tested? Like I would say it's a it's a combination of things. I think learning from your mistakes is number one. Mm -hmm. I, I I really mean what I said a few moments ago yeah. is that we made the mistake to go all in agents first. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we are focused right now to make sure that when we say we're stepping out of the business, that, mm -hmm. that that's a big scary right. phase. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we don't serve the consumer. Yes. All of my contacts, all of his contacts, mm -hmm. they still call us. Yes. And the beauty of it is, is that when we are cautious about our growth, mm -hmm. we know that the agents can be trained yep. to help step in as we cascade that business throughout all the awesome agents that we have. Yes. And the way that that's going to be solidified is by making sure they all have the support and the training that they need. So as much as it's tempting, because we do have business coming in and it's mm -hmm. really tough if you don't have the resources right. and the headcount to right. serve it, right. we have to have the discipline to say, who's the hire mm -hmm. to make sure they're supported and put that first. It's a hard discipline. It is. It is. And, and again, when they say they're getting out of the business, like the, what they're talking about, stepping out of, <laughs> stepping out of production yes, 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 and yes, spending yes. all their time yeah. on the business, right? right Versus right. the the client interaction, go take a listing, go make a yep. sale, show property. You've removed all of that. Um, you did it first though, Jeff. Was it weird when you made that transition and now you see your wife doing it and now both of you like, wait a minute, honey, who's selling houses? Wait, <laughs> hold on here. It, it is. I mean, it, it's, a, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, it, frankly, it's scary, and you worry how people are going to take that. But you have to assure them that you're you're still there. Yeah, you, you're really there, and you're 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 building. Yeah. So, and what, I think most people understand that. Ultimately, most customers understand. Hey, you're you're expanding your business. Right. You're not always going to be the you know, not people don't need me necessarily showing houses. No. You know, they, they need me and they need Renee for marketing and doing all the other things and making sure that the process is yeah. perfect for them. I, I would argue that that most agents would disagree with you and say, no, no, they need me to, like they, they ask me, I'm gonna give you this listing, you have to show it every single time. And, and I, I'm just saying it because you know there's one person that's like, yeah, exactly right. But it is a story. 
right? If you operationalize properly and you set proper expectations, like, like I don't want the pilot of the flight I'm taking this afternoon back to Dallas to then come out and say, would you like a drink? Right. Right? Do you, is there anything else I can do? For, no, 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 no. You, you go fly the plane. You're doing your role. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want him like checking on every other airplane and how they're going to land. I just want to make sure he's focusing on my airplane landing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think if you if you keep it simple with that that kind of metaphor, most consumers today don't have that expectation. It's the agent. I'm going to say this, and please don't be offended. I'm just keeping it real. It's the agent's weakness and inability to present how they do what they do. That's why you go, I got to do it all. I'm going to overpromise and you know, 24-7, you, you need me anytime I got your back. And then they, then they abuse you. I'm guilty. I, I've felt that way in the past. Sure. Um, I'm coming out of that when I realize that the, the freedom of stepping out of feeling you're the only hero right. that can fix it right. is the ability to show others and cascade it throughout to others. The key component, though, which we're learning every single day, is communicating to yeah. our customers, to our SOI, right. and letting them know right. we're still here. Yes. We're still your first call. Yes. And our promise mm-hmm. to our referral partners, to all of our contacts, mm-hmm. is that we're going to partner you up with an agent that specializes in go. the hyper local area who are very likely at times to even be able to serve you at a higher level mm-hmm. than we can. Yes. Because, but by the way, they're trained by us. Right. Right. Uh, and staying in the mix as far as updates has been key. Our yeah, referral yeah. partners, I'm very proud to say our referral partners share feedback often mm-hmm. at how much he and I are in the midst yeah. so that we're updated throughout the process. Yes. And that's been a key for us in the segue in the business. So are you a matchmaker? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We are not road warriors. Yeah. And I get it. You're... <laughs> There's going to be agents out there who will say, but I'm licensed in Florida. Right. I can drive yes. four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless It's my high-end client. They I want to buy a, you know, yeah. X million, whatever. It's, it's, yeah. Right. The beauty of real estate mm-hmm. is there's pathways for all of us. Mm-hmm. And if that really fuels you, that's amazing. I don't agree. <laughs> if that four-hour drive, <laughs> you're leaving Dallas to go to sell that house in Houston, you're crazy. And that's yes. not referencing agents who actually farm right. in two separate markets. For sure. Perfectly that, okay. It, but that's a model. That is that's a model. a model and a process. I'm mm-hmm. talking road warrior. Yeah. We have always built our business on hyper-local. So mm-hmm. when you call me mm-hmm. with a referral and you say it's 45 minutes from an area I know and I'm living in and raising my family in, I'm not the best person for right. you. I have the best first person for you. Yeah. That's that's good, Jeff. I was gonna say, even when we were when we were transitioning from showing properties ourselves, what we started doing with our team is we started having our Friday team meetings at the properties, the new listings. Smart. So we'd have the at the yeah. property. We we go live on Thursday. Friday morning, team meeting at the property. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we'd show everybody the property so they knew how to show the property. We would always leave a lockbox that only our agents have access to. And we'd go live on Facebook too, which was great. And we'd hit, what, 20,000 plus people. Right. On, you know, hey, I'm at the new listing. And the whole team would do it. So it was was awesome. So it was a great way for us to start transitioning out of the showings. Mm -hmm. And they're coming back, by the way. They're coming back. Sellers yeah. are starting to welcome us back. For the last For year, sure. we stopped doing that. Of course, right? but yes. the Sellers are welcoming that. Open if y'all aren't doing that in your yep. strategies, when your sellers will allow you, bring your whole team. Right. Learn the product, cascade it out. 
So that was probably the first step of coming out, you know, just not doing everything in the listing. Yeah. From there. Yeah, for sure. And again, it's, it's peeling, peeling back the layers or it's just going to that proverbial yeah. next level of next level. Isn't doing more. It's helping more clients yeah. doing less, letting go of more and more. So, so three things every agent should do. And you both need to give me three. Knowing what you know today about the business, where it's going, what's next, what are the three most important things at any level? What does an agent need to do to continue to be dominant as the world continues to shift? A saying that I use often is consistency and good habits. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the number one thing all agents need to stay focused on mm -hmm. is, guess what? It all works. Yep. It all works. Right. All the lead sources, yep. all the things, they all work. The key is to find what you have passion in. If you want to be a door knocker, be a door knocker. Right. Do it with consistency yeah. and good habits. So it's the beauty of the industry that we can choose the pathway, but you have to do it with consistency and good habits. Mm -hmm. If we go to the amazing advice of Tom Ferry that you remind us of often is build the moat around your business. Again, nothing wrong with the portals, but I really recommend creating content that will be evergreen from day one. Yes. When we have a new agent, we talk about morning in the, on the phones, afternoons out in the field with discovery, pick a community, go out, learn the product, create the content, mm -hmm. use the content now or don't use it. Have yeah. a library, right. but always be compounding your, your efforts that while you're out, you're creating content that you yeah. can even use later because here's the other thing. The, the customers are going to have the questions and then you'll have the content to look back on even if you do nothing with it yet. Yeah. And then the final thing I would just say is that really partner with a tribe. Yeah. Get yes. together with agents in your office. Yeah. You mentioned it earlier yeah. when we were downstairs. Yeah. If you're a newer agent, don't go to a listing appointment alone. Mm -hmm. Partner up success leaves clues find mm -hmm. others in mm -hmm. your office find others in your tribe and lean into one another because everyone wants to help right they want to help right and they'll go with you yeah but don't don't lose a potential sale because you were afraid to say let's partner up on this yeah i don't want to lose half the yeah. commission i'm like well 100 percent of zero is uh, yeah. zero one is always <laughs> greater than zero right i would take i'd take i'd take a 30 percent referral fee bring in the best agent win the business and learn and learn and learn and learn so I'd never go at it alone love it Jeff, three uh, things. Yeah, well, consistency and good habits is like the motto of our team. But yeah. ultimately, I think it's serving your customers. You know, we, we're, we're in the relationship business and everybody worries about the iBuyers and all these technologies yeah. that are going to come along. But ultimately, if you provide value to your customers and you develop a relationship with them, they want to do business with you. Yeah. So follow up with those people. Call them get on the phone, call them, email them, send them videos. There's so many different things, but just keep that relationship going. Um, people can get the information now. They can go to yeah. Zillow, right. they go to the realtor, they go Trulia. They can get the information that you, you're providing them. You setting them up on a safe search isn't earth shattering anymore. No. Back in 07, that People thought we were sending them oh, out. My, oh my <laughs> How do you have all these listings? Yeah. You're like, they're not all mine. <laughs> yeah. yes. But um, now it really becomes, can you, can you get them the information? Can you find out what they're looking for? Ask yeah. them the questions that people aren't asking. Yeah. And that's going to win the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah. give a tactical piece of advice. Please. This is something that we're talking a lot about over the last six mm -hmm. months. 
When you receive an email or a text, mm -hmm. reply with a phone call. Oh, I love it. When yes. you receive an email or a text, Why? reply with a phone call. Why not stay in digital rapport? Give yourself a fighting chance to earn a strengthened relationship. Bingo. And I know it's really tough. Yes. And we have different age groups in the industry now mm -hmm. that all want to rely on the text. Yeah. Stop it. The text in the email call. is a tool. So when you receive an email or a text, call. And when you receive a voicemail, send a video text. Bingo. No more voicemail oh, messages. Yeah. When you receive a voicemail, so I'm calling you, Tom. Yep. You're busy. You're not accepting my call at this moment. I'm going to send you a video text instead of a voicemail. I don't yeah. know about you, but how many voicemail messages do you listen to? None. Right. Because what you would do is probably pick up the phone, correct? Right. So why not right. send a video text? Yeah, yeah even yeah, yeah. to go on that, when we after you're done with a phone call, if you're sending them information, put a bomb bomb video with that. Bingo. And because you're you're not always getting the relationship by the conversation or by the text message, but when they can put a face and see you talking and even if your kid runs through the back, even it. better, leave even it. better. Yeah. Right. We, we pay the kids to. <laughs> <laughs> and take one. <laughs> Ready by mommy. B-Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. B-Bucks. <laughs> I like that. I like it. All right, so we got to be mindful of time because I actually have to go do another seminar now. Yep. Um, you two are fabulous. So first oh, of all, thank, thank you. you. And thank I know you. we could probably, this thank is you. this is one of those, like what do I say to every time, Tristan? Like this could be like an 11 hour podcast because <laughs> they're meant to be like take two on this one. Um, but I want to just say congratulations. You guys have built such a beautiful business and a great brand and you can, you can hear it all. It's values, it's culture, it's take care of the client, it's customer service, but it's also... Jeff, all that early stuff and staying with it, right? The the consistency and good habits is building a website in 2007 and keeping the content fresh yeah. and keep evolving and getting better. So it's it's not a shocker. If somebody wants to find you, where do they find you? Uh, Jeff at realtyinorlando.com or you give me a call at 321-340-6125. Love it. I'm at Renee Funk. At Renee Funk, at Renee Funk, everywhere. Maybe not everywhere, but at least on all the yeah, yeah. Yes. You can find me. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much. And for my friends, you know, make sure you drop a comment, connect with them, follow them on social, see what they're up to. I mean, I've been following them now for a while, and I, and I, you can see like video is definitely where it's at. Like whether you guys are at the Orlando game or you're at your house, you got a hat on, and you're just like, hey, just you know, like yeah. keeping it real, like not always polished and perfect, which is just fine because it's just being authentic so that's me yeah that's who we it. are love it thank, well, thank you, so you guys much, thank, you, thank you so much we'll see you guys soon on the next podcast take care if you want more information about this episode including my show notes mentions links and everything else make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast that's tomferry.com slash podcast thanks again and talk to you soon